Hey, sports fans, football season is here, and the time has come for you and your friends to have some fun. MyBookie.net is the industry-leading sports action website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, basketball, college, and all your favorite sports events. You can take a side, total, or try their in-game live action. Go to MyBookie.net to open an account and use promo code CHAMPION to be entered into our amazing prize pool. That's MyBookie.net promo code CHAMPION. Get in on the action today. No deposit is necessary. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void were prohibited. What's wrong with you? What? What's wrong with you? I, this is why I don't like recording at night. What is wrong with you? I'm sorry I'm late. And now. We about to build a roof off of this bitch. Bitch. It's time for the Wiener Shake Show. I want you to be dumber when we're recording. Oh, that's damn good, baby. Again, Imran's late. He was late. I was, I was late, ladies and gentlemen. Speak for yourself. Uh, explain to the audience why the host is now cranky and uh, ready to quit again. Oh, I knew. I, I figured you'd be ready to quit. No, I was going to call I'm it. Surprised. I was going to call it because I'm going to. I'm going to go over to Tom Hanks's house, and and you're taking me away from that. So, what hours yeah. do you keep that you're going to her house at what is going to be ten o'clock at night? Well, I was planning on going over when we're done recording, so it would be to you know go to bed. Essentially. Wow. We like sleeping in the same bed with each other. We hold each other. Oh, boy. Full body spooning. All night. Yuck. Most times. Yuck. Most times. Yuck. Oh. Unless it's hot. And we live in Florida, right? And she has this down comforter that heats up the fucking bed. Does she sleep with the fan on or the AC on? Fan. Yeah, the AC's on. I got it pumping at like 65, but it's not a true 65. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no. This is a true burritification. Uh, thing many people do this i do this where we like to sleep in the extreme cold and burrito ourselves yeah but it's not extremely cold it's not even cold and i'm hot i run hot i know you run hot i run real hot emotionally and temperature wise do you know why dr shake no i do not please tell me i'm asking you oh you're asking me you're the doctor yeah i asked dr Shake. you run hot because it's in your jewish blood you know, it's like Latin blood boils with passion. Jewish blood boils with money. Doubloons. Shekels. So what is that? I'm going to hold you to this. How, how did, why am I hot all the time? The money in my blood? Yeah. Because the money. Yeah. Yeah. You got, you, got coin, you got coins. Lots of iron in your blood. Uh-huh. Really? Can we talk about how you've ruined... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Why is that going on by itself? That just that went on by itself. I didn't even hit that. That automatically started. I was like, why are you rewarding me? I've done nothing. No, you don't get rewards. No. I, I, I rescind the air horn sonata. <laughs> Bad, Imran. Bad. <laughs> Bad. Uh, can we talk about how you've ruined uh, porn watching for me? No. Okay. Have you, and I ask you again, what's wrong 
with you, Imran. <laughs> Do you ever show up for your Legal Beagle podcast late by 50 minutes without calling? No, because, because, because Taylor runs a tight ship, man. See, Taylor stands for no fuckery. She, oh man. I don't want to hear about Taylor. So you're saying I don't run a tight ship? Taylor would have my ass over a barrel if I if I even tried. <laughs> right. So the problem here. Here's the thing about Taylor. Here's the thing about when we when we recorded uh, Legal Beagles, we sniff out the law. Uh, she came to she came to my place to record because we decided it, it was better acoustic. And were you prepped and ready to go? No. When she barely, barely, barely. But she showed up to the minute. She showed up right because that's what people do. That's what people do. She we set a time for eleven o'clock a.m. And boy, I tell you, she was ringing that bell at ten fifty nine a.m. exact. Right. Exactly. Right, because that's that's what people do in the professional world when they take projects seriously. I should say for listeners, Taylor. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna say. Taylor's an attorney. Imran uh, used to sleep with her briefly, no, no, probably. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's and not, let's don't worry, not. no no one listens to it anyway. Well, I, we haven't produced the second episode, so it might not even happen. I don't know. So it may be a short-lived podcast, along with all the others that are out there. No, I hope. Unlike ours, Unlike which is ours. in episode 34. Stood the test of time. And it's a miracle, because you have been late. And, uh, you know, I've accepted it. Apparently, I'm doing the wrong thing, because I would, ha- I should have your ass over a barrel like Taylor does. <laughs> And maybe you would, uh, maybe you would not make me wait around. Boy. I think the longest was over two hours, but yeah. it's consistently been at least once. It was a day, but it's <laughs> it's consistently been once at the minimum a half an hour. You have never been on time. That's not so true. again. What's wrong with you? That's not true. I was on time the first episode. What's wrong with you, Imran? What's That's wrong with? You? I, Be honest. I don't know. I'm not good. There's a study that says that people who are frequently late are geniuses. So I'm a genius. What do you want from me? Yeah, well, what are you doing? Figuring out the Pythagorean theorem instead of being at an appointment when you're supposed to be? I mean, what, what are you doing? What is so genius about you and you can't be on time? Because we're so smart, we bend time in our minds. It's episode 34, Imran. Stand up and and take a bow. For what, I don't know. I'm standing up and I'm taking a bow. No, I'm not. I think that uh, we should pat ourselves on the back. It seems like 34 years. It really does. I gotta tell you, uh, me and Tom Hanks have been together for like four months. It feels like I've been with her for four years. Is that a good sign or a bad sign? We were trying to figure that out. I know you love when I talk about Tom Hanks, but she's a central figure of the show. I met her and fell in love, uh, like, in episode four, so. One of the running gags that the violinist and I used to have was that I I would always say that time seems to be slowing down when I'm with her. As, like, a compliment, I'd be like, oh, what, we've been hanging out for... For two hours? Wow, it seems like six hours. But in my mind, that seemed like a good thing because I enjoyed all those six hours. And she'd be like, that's not usually how people <laughs> express that they're no. having fun. Time flies when you're having fun, not not the uh, other way. It doesn't extend when you're... But I think that's a genuine... 
thing i and she used to make fun of me for it of course but but i used to think of it as a as a good thing so i think that's a i think that's a a genuine thing that if you feel a connection with someone time slows down with that person i think because you're savoring the moments you know and then uh you go away for like a month two months and next thing you know they drop you like a bag of horse shit not bitter at all. Hasn't let let it go. D- have you ever sought counseling for uh, some of your issues, Imran? What, uh, there are no issues to seek counseling for. I'm in an active relationship. Why would I? Yeah. I mean, I would have to. It would have to be couples counseling, I guess. We should fill in. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to get her on the phone, let alone get her into a therapy session. I, we should let uh, uh, wiener shakers who are new to the show and have yet to binge the 33 episodes that got us to this glorious number that Imran was ghosted by a girl he was dating. He met on Tinder, I believe. It was a magical union of two souls. That lasted for what? Like you guys were together for about two Two months, months. but there was no I love yous. There was no let's do this. You're my girlfriend. You didn't ask her to be your girlfriend like I did Tom Hanks, you know. Which is the problem, yeah. What happened was, first off, we connected on Tinder by pure chance Mm -hmm. because because I didn't even like super like her because I thought I had no shot with her. She's she's a violinist. She speaks French. She's obviously, I think, very attractive. You, she knows how to make curry. She knows how to make curry, established. Uh, And and I clicked like, think uh, it was a throwaway for me because in, in, in the sense that I was like, there's no way she'll ever match with me. And she did. And, and we hit it off right off the bat. I mean, we, right. we, we connected so well talking to each other via message. I knew that there was something positive here when uh, I, I, my MO is to usually ask, ask them out immediately. I don't, I don't dilly-daddle. Right. I, you know, after, two, after three, four good messages let's go out right and so i did right. that she- you leap you leap the barrier of the gamification aspect of tinder exactly. where it's not a real thing when right. you're just texting right yes right you're, you're smart in that way you're a smart well, millennial it, it, it works and it doesn't some people are put off by that she was oh, not fuck them uh-huh you know. some people are put off by that yeah well fuck them that you know, that's uh, she wasn't or not. She wasn't, and yeah, right. Well, literally, yeah. I don't fuck. No, I don't fuck them no. <laughs> because they don't. Well, the point is, is that you're looking for you're looking for something real, and uh, you're not willing to play the games that I'm assuming continues to be played in the love world. Yes, I've been out of it yes. for a while, and so you want to move on to the thing. I mean, you're not asking them to marry you on on your Tinder app, are you? Just saying, let's get together. I feel like people like to play games on there in the sense that it's not real. And exactly. it's just you're lonely. and Because I do this too. You're lonely and you just chat up someone. And maybe you don't have the intentions of going out with someone. You just want a little attention, you know? I did it. I did it with a fucking... Remember that weird girl that I... Uh, uh, yeah, the PhD student from Texas. She wasn't a PhD student. No, this was some weird girl who uh, I, I, I couldn't even begin to explain her. You, I but remember now. I, I had a, a a Google Hangout conversation with this girl over like three or four days, just purely out of boredom. I remember. I knew this nothing time. was going to come, out. and she was like interviewing me, asking me <laughs> what you know, what do you think of love? It was really like really strange shit, but I played with it because I was desperately lonely. Right, right, right. And you you put you put up with it, and you go along with it. That's the point. And so. Like I, I, so I was hanging out with Poindexter this weekend. Poindexter, for those who don't know, is a girl I met in Cleveland. She's very smart. And uh, is she in town? 
She was in town. She just left uh, this this afternoon, actually. Oh. Uh, this evening, actually. Oh, so you got your uh, you got your dick wet. Is that why you were sleeping at nine thirty at night? Maybe. Uh, let's just say I'm a little exhausted. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Jesus Christ! Uh, I you know what sometimes happens to me after I drop a load? I wake up. Has that ever happened to you? Like I like one o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know. What do you think? Me and Tom Hanks have uh, completed coitus, and like last night, we were both wide awake. Well, because it's because it, you just it's exercise. You it's like yeah. it's like runner's high. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yes, I do. You know, I do. so yeah. um. So anyway, finish with the violin girl. You had a torrid love affair for about two months. By the way, when and then when you yeah. said wake up, I thought you were it was a dig it was a dig at me in that I imagined having mm-hmm. sex with a woman it was a dream and then i woke up that was a good dig had it been a dig i have to say. i don't understand what you're saying right now i don't either um Sorry. so uh point uh why did i even bring up point dexter uh, i don't know because you're you're not focused you you brought your d game to uh episode <laughs> 34 no i brought my d fine you were sleeping no i brought my d game this weekend hi there it is there it is uh, Look at you. Good for you. <laughs> Not right. All right. We, listen. No, viol- uh, violinist girl. She, she, you know, long, 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 pathetic, long, sad story short. Long story. I, long. I, I went out of town and I dropped the ball and I didn't commit to her before I went out of town. She, she unceremoniously ghosted me when it was time for me to come out. We chatted. I even visited her uh, at one point while I was in Florida. For two months, uh, visited mm-hmm. her at the uh, f- a few weeks before I came back, and everything was hunk dory. And then right. uh, I, I, but I, like I said, I dropped the ball. I didn't commit to her before I left, or even when I visited her. And then when I came back, she moved on. But she, we, she stayed weirdly friends with me for a week, uh, and she kept talking to me every day. And but then I felt like, no, this is not true to me. And I feel like I'm manipulating her. I'm just being her friend so that one day I could get together with her. And that's not honest, I thought. So I sent her uh, a long essay, a letter, uh, 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 which is which is episode five, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you episode wanna, five. If you want to check out that, check it out. And um, she she then she then just put me on immediate block just everything right stopped returning my texts stopped uh like uh uh, canceled all my connection blocked me from tinder from uh all social media just snapchat yeah and so it was devastating i'm still that i'm still devastated a year later i opine for her still yet you 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 put your broken heart on pause to uh, dip your wick in Poindexter this weekend. I mean, a man's, right? man's got to live. But you haven't felt any love emotions since, uh, since Filing Girl. I have to admit, it's hard for me to find myself committing to someone because when I get close, I'm not going to lie, I got a little close to Poindexter there. But it's hard mm-hmm. to make that final leap because I keep thinking about uh, violin girl. Why? 
Uh, no, forget it. You know, we do have an agenda today. We need to get to it. Yeah. So let's uh, let's welcome some new wiener shakers to the show, Imran. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, slowly but surely, we're building up a, a, a pretty decent, actual, real following on Instagram. So we'd like to welcome Christine Marie J to the podcast. Christine's our usual. Well, let me let's give her a shot here. This is a recurring theme. I don't send out these shout outs to the new wiener shakers so that Imran can bust out his computer and look at the girls and ask if they're single. But that's what he does anyway. Listen, listen, you put your information out there. Uh, if I happen to check you out, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, oh, hello. Is she a makeup artist? She was a stunt girl. Um, now what she does, I'm not really sure, but she's a wiener shaker. Oh, so she's fit. Ooh. Dan Cody Podcast. Welcome to the Wiener Shake Show. Thank you for following Boo, us. Boo, who cares? Uh, so Tori the, Seller. So the Chris- Live have so the, Rod Stafford Hagwood. Uh, Shut it. And Quantwigny563256 and Strive305. Welcome. So the Christ- now, what do you want to know about Christine? So the Christine J that I found is a makeup artist in the tri-state area. And she's a very, she's a curvy, curvy gal. Would it ever occur to you? Very attractive. Millennial. You represent the millennial generation to go to our Instagram followers and search what? that way. Or you just... Our who? In- Instagram followers. Imran. What's that? This is, see, this no? is a Christine... Sanchez, not not what I'm looking no. for. What what is J J A Y? No, just the letter J. We're moving on though. Christine um, Marie mm-hmm. J. I don't. This this chick doesn't exist, Greg. There's J Christine Marie. Doesn't matter. This is uh, relevant. Listen, if you're really a fan of the show, I guess uh, um, you know contact me privately to prove that you exist, and maybe send some photos of yourself. Yeah, I'm sure she'll she'll get right on that. That's the whole point of Instagram. You can look at her photos. I if you go into our Instagram her. account, what is wrong with you? We don't have an Instagram account, Greg. Yes, we do. Oh, wait, we do, we do, we do, don't we? We do, we do. <laughs> That's where you What's getting. wrong with you? Again, the name of the show is What's Wrong With You, Imran. Thanks for joining the Wiener Shake Army and shaking Thanks, your Christine. wieners. And uh, I hope uh, you stay safe out there and don't contract any STDs. Wow. Bag it. Always bag it, kids. Always bag it. Wow. Wow. This is his content. This is how he preps. It took him 53 minutes to figure this out. Hava Nagila. Boy, your people sure take their sweet time getting up to the crescendo, boy. That's legit a minute 30 into the song. It, it still hasn't picked up. I don't know how you're you talking got, about. I, they're flying, man. They're, they're, they're I, running around in circles now with the, the feet and the hands and everything and the, the joviality. I don't know how you guys shadow run the world if this is how you produce your music. I'm just saying. Just saying. Shadow run the world. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? Jews run the world. Speaking of Jews. With their money. You know, Bill Cosby today, uh, this episode will air on Friday. Cosby was uh, actually sentenced today to the minimum of three years in state penitentiary. He was taken in handcuffs out of the courtroom, and he is now um, alone in a cell uh, to think about the abuse that he has 
fucking doled out over 60 years he he was uh there's photos of him in cuffs and laughing and he was uh uh denied bail so he's he's gone he's going straight to jail like he's not seeing the outside anymore and it's quite i gotta say you know as as uh to see him in cuffs is quite nice because he's the first i think someone said on twitter he's the first big me too person to be convicted Yep, he sure is. Uh, I'm and, sorry you know, to be so, sentenced. Sorry to be sentenced. So all of Twitter is is a buzz, of yeah. course. You know, memes, everything, the whole fucking rigmarole that goes on. Yeah, with social networking, which I I don't have time to monitor. You're a busy, but you're I, a busy I man to, broadcasting the drive time hour at 101.5. It's 102.7, but that's okay. Twitter is a buzz also because apparently Mel Gibson is being brought back to do a remake of the wild bunch he's writing directing uh and i think starring in a remake of it and people are just like really we're giving this this clown a, another shot he's already had another shot he did a movie that was nominated i think Good. he did a big big giant movie that was just like apparently fantastic i didn't see it not because i'm like oh he hates jews just because i wasn't interested in the subject matter can't even remember what it was but yeah, man, he got let back into the crowd. Yeah. Louis C.K. got let back in, man, but there was backlash. When? He did a set at the Comedy Cellar. He got a standing O. Where? When was this? Where? Why wasn't I notified? This was uh, maybe two, three weeks ago. Uh, Louis C.K., yeah, he did a surprise set at the Cellar, which is, you know, home base for him. Sure. But, but uh, people were like, WTF, bro? What are you doing? Why is this guy getting a shot? He's a shithole. He 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 offered a non-apology. He didn't talk about his uh, sexual assault or sexual misconduct. I guess to be fair and specific, uh, mm-hmm. he didn't address that at all in his set. And it's just he. It, it's clear. It, it's clear evidence that he thinks that what he did was not wrong. You know, and so it's bullshit that he's. But but I think I think there was sufficient backlash that. It, it put a put a kibosh on his his quote unquote return. So do you believe that he should never be allowed back into show business? I do believe that. Yes, I do believe you that. Do. Yeah. For him. Yeah. Yeah. Because he he ruined careers. He actively tried to suppress people and their careers and threaten them. Literally had his manager tell people, if you tell anyone about this, your careers are over, quote unquote. I mean, that's if that's not. I never read that. Is yeah. that is that yes. confirmed truth? That's confirmed truth. He uh, his man he his his manager would go to there were the, this comedic duo, uh, th- these two women who he did this to. He he exposed himself and masturbated in front of them, uh, to their horror. And when they left, his manager contacted uh, them and said, if you tell anyone about this, your careers are over. And this has happened to other uh, female comedians as well, from Louis C.K. and his management. So he can, he well, can, you go. He can, he can write Go F himself. And, and on top of that, that thing that he wrote uh, was such horse. It was such, so self-aggrandizing. It, it was not an apology. He didn't take responsibility for anything. It was one of those, I'm sorry if you felt this way kind of things. And it's just, you know, no. I, you know what? You know what? I'm I, sorry. No. I remember reading that. And I, you know, full disclosure, I was a disciple of this guy. Sure. 
Many were. I, I many mean, were. I was. So many were. He was a comedian's comedian. I was, um, yeah. And his letter was, was to me, and again, I, I gave it all once read, and I just was like, uh, uh, he'll be back. That's what I thought after I read it. Right. I think I think we should I think we should read it. Okay, I'm gonna read it. That's fair. I'm gonna read it. I will say yeah. this, uh, because you brought it up, it reminded me of a point. It seemed like his his return to the comedy cellar evidenced that he has the mentality of, oh, it was just a thing. It'll blow over. I'll be back, and it'll be all hunky dory again. <laughs> but yeah, let's read. Let's read. To be fair, uh, this is the complete statement by Louis C.K. that appeared in the uh, New York Times, I believe, and I'm reading it from NewYorkTimes.com. I want to address the stories told to the New York Times by five women named. No, we don't not, need to name, name them. them yeah. Who felt able to name themselves, and one who did not. Uh, pause here. Right did off he, the bat. Come on, man. Why did he... I don't know if those are real names. I don't know either. Are these the real names of girls? But what? why would he believe, bring up their names? I believe they are. I, uh, I, I don't remember, to be honest, but I, I think they are real names. Okay. So he continues. Yeah. It's a, right off the bat, I mean, stories that they told to the... I mean, you know what I mean? Like... You could say. I want to address the stories told to the New York Times. Yeah, that's well, a, that's a way of putting it. You know what I mean? That's like saying. Okay, yeah, but in the next, in the next, okay, see, yeah, that's yeah, you just got to let him go because go. Yeah, in the right. literally the next sentence is these stories quote are true. Okay, okay. At the time, Fair. I said to myself that what I did was okay because I never showed a woman my dick without asking first. Which is also true. But what I learned later in life, too late, is that when you have power over another person, asking them to look at your dick isn't a question, it's a predicament for them. The power I had over these women is that they admired me, and I wielded that power irresponsibly. I have been, remorse, I have been remorseful of my actions, and I've tried to learn from them, and run from them. Now I'm aware of the extent of the impact of my actions. I learned yesterday the extent to which I left these women who admired me feeling badly about themselves and cautious around other men who would never have put them in that position. I also took advantage of the fact that I was widely admired in my and their community, which disabled them from sharing their story and brought hardship to them when they tried because people who look up to me didn't want to hear it. I didn't think that because people who... Oh, shit. I didn't think that I was doing any of that because my position allowed me not to think about it. There is nothing about this that I forgive myself for, and I have to reconcile it with who I am, mm. which is nothing compared to the task I left them with. Okay. I wish I had reacted to their admiration of me by being a good example to them as a man and given them some guidance as a comedian, including because I admired their work. Okay. The hardest, uh, it's almost done. The hardest regret to live with is what you've done to hurt someone else, and I can hardly wrap my head around the scope of hurt I brought on them. I'd be remiss to exclude the hurt that I brought on people who I work with and have worked with whose professional and personal lives have been impacted by all of this, including projects currently in production. The cast and crew of Better Things, Baskets, The Cops, One Mississippi, and I Love You Daddy. 
I deeply regret that this has brought negative attention to my manager, Dave Becky, who only tried to mediate a situation that I caused. I brought anguish and hardship to people at FX who have given me so much, the orchard who took a chance on my movie and every other entity that has bet on me through the years. I brought pain to my family, my friends, my children, and their mother. I've spent my long and lucky career talking and saying anything I want. I will now step back and take a long time to listen. Thank you for reading. Okay, you know what? I resent my original uh, position on that. That does seem sincere. And it does seem... I mean... Did he say all the right things, though, to, you know, pave a way for him to return? Did he... Obviously, he thought he did because he he was back at the Comedy Cellar three weeks ago. I will say this. His statement, now that you read it, I take back what I said, and it seems Mm. like a fair thing to say. I, I, I I do concede that. I do think... That you're right. What he said was 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 good. It was good. I, I can see how someone, and this is the hot. This is the take that I I I have now taken back. But I can see how someone could say, "Oh, this is just." Him Let me ask crap. you this. Let yeah. me ask you this, yeah, please. And this is serious. If there was a sex robot hostel brothel, rather, would you? Uh-huh. Go and have sex with a sex robot. Now, I'm assuming in this scenario, the robot is... Uh, you cannot distinguish between a robot and a human, right? It's its like very perfect. It's like not... First so-called sex robot brothel in the U.S. is slated to open in the Houston area. What? And, uh, yeah, it's prompted a massive backlash from residents and a pastor. Um, there's one in Toronto... That's opened already. T-Dot. $60 buys you a half hour alone with a robot sex doll. And to buy one, it's uh, $2,500 to start. Hang, hang on a second. I'm trying to look up Airfare to Toronto. Hold on a second. It's Kink- Kinky Dolls is the name of the company. He plans to expand to 10 locations throughout the U.S. by 2020, the owner. I got to look at what, the, what, these, what these... Yuval Gavriel, the founder of Kinky Dolls. Kinky S Dolls. Made the announcement during an interview with the Examiner. I I got I got to see what these robots look like. So it's not a it's not a hard yes or a hard no. You got to know what they would look like. No, I, I'd have to be super hard up. No, there there's. What if what if like say no. you know for your bachelor party? No, I, I I couldn't I couldn't get it up. And would it be cheating to fuck a robot doll? All right. So I think I think we have to make the distinction that you're attracted to these dolls. Like, you have to say that you're willing to overlook the uncanny valley of these dolls. Obviously. You have to be turned dude, on by it. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to get your, your schwans inside the plastic. But, dude, here's the thing, though. I mean, they don't... You would fuck fruit <laughs> over a robot sex doll that looks like a woman. Yeah, because it's uncanny valley. I mean, it's like fucking uncanny a corpse. Uncanny valley? What are it's you like talking fucking, about it's uncanny It's like fucking valley? a corpse, man. It's not alive. She's not moving. I need to hear. She'll move. She'll move. I'm sure she'll move and she'll moan. Not like a living person, man. They could program her to say your name, I'm sure. See, I'm... You could have a discussion with her. I'm looking at these sex dolls and they're not attractive. I don't... I couldn't do it. I I wouldn't be able to get it. Now, if they were lifelike, if they were human-like, yeah, sign me up. Well, there's the real doll. Have you seen the real dolls? I'm at kinkysdolls.com, all right? Have you gone there? I would do a real doll. I'm okay, not these kidding. are real dolls. And I got to wow. say, 
I gotta say. Kinky, no, let me go to Kinky. Because I think you're gonna change your mind. Kinky S doll. Oh my god, that's weird. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They look real. Whoa. 2600 Canadian dollars for Jessica. So that's like $20 American. Jessica looks like a child, for Christ's sakes. No, it still wouldn't happen for me, Greg, because I need them. Here's my thing. You know what gets me off? Their agency. Uh, they're like being excited. Wanting to be and into it? Yeah, I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. If a girl is even slightly faking it, a human girl mm-hmm. slightly faking mm-hmm. it, I immediately get turned off. Yeah, me too. So so with these dolls, it, it could never happen because it's the ultimate in faking it. Well, they're not even faking it. I mean, you're, you're fucking a pillow, essentially. See, I'd rather fuck a pillow or a piece of fruit than a doll because at least I know I'm not trying to fake something. I'm just doing a physical... It's the same thing. No, I mean, no one's trying to say these dolls are going to replicate what a woman does. They're just saying, look, this is a doll. We've dressed it up to look really... Try and look hot, and uh, you can come inside of it. So it's a masturbation aid. It's a masturbation aid. Basically. Well, essentially, yeah, basically. Isn't a woman for you too? Just a <laughs> masturbation aid? Don't you essentially masturbate inside of them? Now, you mentioned the words fonts. I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, really? Well, I, a pun intended also. Because now you mentioned the words fonts uh, when we were talking about uh, these weirdo sex dolls. Well, by the way, would you, would you? The word schwanz, what did you say? Would you, would you hook up with one of those dolls? That's not the issue. I was asking you if you would. Would you, would you, Gregson Wiener? Would I? I would have to be at a horribly low point. Right. In my life. That's what I'm saying. To pay money to have sex with a fake doll. I would have to be, I mean, that's like the next step is, you know, you walk off a fucking bridge and wrap it up. You know? Right. <laughs> so, no. I, 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 no. I would not <laughs> pay money to have sex with a sex robot. That's a series wrap on, on Greg Weider. That's, That's a, a series wrap. Series wrap. <laughs> Put it together. Yeah. <laughs> I was speaking of uh, series wraps. I, I booked a, a, a movie. Oh, I thought you. it was just a, a scene, but it uh, turns out I'm death and I play, you know, I'm in like seven or eight scenes. Oh, good. Great. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so so I just wanted to <laughs> no congratulations. What's your bone to pick with me? What's your, nah. Congrats! What congrats? No, what is fuck it? you. Who's fuck in it? You. Is it a big time movie? No, oh, it's no. a fucking sag low budge, dude. That's fine. That's good. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, we'll see. I'm, I haven't taken it yet. I have to talk to my agent. Oh, I'm not going to just, I'm, because they've got a, a two-month fucking window, and they don't know when they're shooting, and what, I'm supposed to drop everything and make a pittance on a daily, and not even a weekly contract for these people? No. Uh-uh. You know what a SAG low-budge feature pays? No, daily? Greg, I don't. <laughs> $125, Imran. Yeah, yep. that sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. I, I, ha- I have a quote-unquote bone to pick with you. You said, mm-hmm. I'm I'm sitting... With my with my schwanz in my hand, and I'm I get into this very hot. I don't know how I got into this. I'm usually not a gangbang guy, but I started watching this uh, orgy porn, <laughs> and it was it was specifically a cream pie porn in ger- German cream pie porn. You're now, disc- wait a minute. What's German about this cream pie? It's German dudes and a German oh. woman. Now the reason oh, they're filthy. They're oh, filthy they don't they don't hold back, boy. Now, yeah. the reason why I got into it was because the the girl in particular was very, very attractive. And so that's why I got sucked into this, no pun mm-hmm. intended. 
And yeah. and so cream pie porn is very fascinating in that the focus is unloading inside her and then showing mm-hmm. it off. Right. Very gross. Having it exit the hole that it was dropped right. in. Right. It's disgusting. And then and then while it's still there, some other dude comes in and does it. It's so it's so Oh it, it's good. I like skip those parts. I mean it, it was Sure really you like, do. But you know what they're doing, obviously. What do so you, you must have watched it once. No, yeah. I mean I'm cur- I'm a curious person. Yeah. And so uh what was so it's in German. It, they're mm-hmm. speaking German to each other and she's speaking German. And Where she, do I come into this? Why are you mad at me? Uh no pun intended. She keeps on saying, "She so I I don't I don't understand German. I I don't I never took German in high school. But there are two words that keep on keep on making sense to me, and I'm able to decipher. One is spritz, which apparently means coming. Spritz, spritz. spritz. Yeah, because she would say coming spritzen bitter or something <laughs> like that, and then they would unload it, and then they would unload in her, and she would spritz. And so I was like, oh, that must mean come. So I thought that was funny. Spritz means smart. Come. So that right. was that made it a little difficult to watch because I kept on giggling. The right. second word that I was able to decipher, Gregson Wiener, my yeah. brother, was her saying schwanz. <laughs> and every fucking time she would say it or a guy heaving and hoeing on her would right. say it, schwanz. Mein schwanz in the beat up. Spritzen schwanz. Mein schwanz. Like, my schwanz oh, is gonna oh, spritz. Okay, come and see schwanz and spritz in my vuta vita. I kept on thinking of you, Craig. Yeah. I kept on seeing your ugly ass mug <laughs> losing my wood every single time, and I'm like, fucking Craig Wiener. I find I find some like porn du jour. I'm really into this. It's really uh-huh. good. I'm usually not into orgies. Maybe I'm right. Not. Nothing Maybe. degrading enough, apparently, for you to turn it hey. off. Hey. Yeah. Hey, hey, if there's consent on the field, play ball. You know what I'm saying? You have been quoted as saying, oh, I am only strictly into amateur porn in it, and I have to make sure that the women are being treated properly. And It, it was like a swingers club that some dude was recording. All right. All right, so you're mad at me because every time you heard the word schwanz, you thought of me. By the way, I didn't know I was speaking German by saying schwanz. It's just I picked wow. it up along the way. Where do you where do you think your people got it from? I don't know if you know this, but you guys lived in Germany until something happened. Yeah, dick spit. I'm fucking half German. Okay. Well, well then, and why Russian. are you surprised that you say Schwanz? Because I've never been to Germany, for Christ's sake. Uh, you know this. This uh, I'll tell you, uh, Naomi isn't too bad on kinkyestdolls.com. Not too bad at all. Have you been looking at kinky s dolls this whole time? <laughs> no, the window was left on my browser. Uh huh. Naomi. Yeah. So last week, a uh, little recap. We 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 broke a little ground on me talking about being bullied by a person who we won't name, only because I don't want to have to deal with the censor button again. Well, we should we should uh, give him a nickname. I know. I can't think of. You know why? Because his name is so stupid sounding that I can't think of another name that would be right for him. So anyway, the point is, is that this this asshole mocked me. Yeah. Well, originally it came from us talking about Ronan Farrow getting 30 degrees before he was out of high school, right. you know, right. and, and these overachievers. So I'm scrolling around, tootling today again, looking for cotton. Tootling. And I stumble upon a seven-year-old girl singing the national anthem for an L.A. Galaxy soccer game. Okay. And this girl 
This girl, man, seven years old. She knocks it out. You want to hear a little bit of it? Sure. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light? Uh, a little pitchy there, but she's seven. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I'm so supposed to do. Here. Bright stripes and bright stars through the pain. Pop the pee, but it's all right. She's seven. I mean, Alas, fight oh, the Whoa. Yeah. No, like, and we're so gallantly streaming. Get ready. And they're shooting off fireworks. Whoa. Right? She's great, right? That's pretty that's pretty hard. I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps when I, she hit some of those notes, man. I, I got a little teary eyed, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Did you I, really? I, I I got a little teary eyed. Mm-hmm. Um well, and I've I've been told that song from people who actually know what they're talking about when it comes to singing uh-huh. is not an easy fucking song to sing. It's not. And, and to do it a cappella, and I speak from experience, is extremely difficult um, because you're dealing with the stadium, the, the, the right. acoustics and not right. the acoustics, you know, the, the echo and you're on a, a delay. Right. So it's not very easy to do. And this girl, it's, it's a packed soccer stadium. It's not like... When I sang the national anthem at a Marlins game, and there was about 3,000 people at it. Oh, boy. Here we go. Why don't you tell us about it, Craig? See, I'm a little distracted. I'm sorry, because as soon as you mentioned Child Prodigy Singer, I started started Googling my girl, Charlotte Church. Now, me and my buddy Boots, we kind of had bones for Charlotte Church, but... We couldn't really fully have bones for her because she was underage at the time. We always wanted to wait till she was of age to really, really knock it out of the park over her, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's, now, You're disgusting, and you're also really rude. And she... <laughs> turns out, yeah. she's, uh, she's, she's very attractive still. When uh, did you first lust after this fucking child? I don't know. She was probably like 16 or something when she hit it big. And how old were you? I don't know. We were probably in college or something uh, or high school, hmm. late high school, early college. And hmm. uh, she uh, she doesn't have a nice ass, though. That's OK. But well, uh, uh, you'll never be close enough to her to touch it. So I don't <laughs> think you should really worry about it. Imran, I, you know, I, I was in the middle. You think I'm going to sit here and celebrate the fact that I was that I sang the national anthem at a sporting event. Is that what you think? Who did you did you No, you think that I'm going to sit here and brag about me singing at an at a sporting event? Yeah, this is what that's why you brought it up. Is it? Yeah. Why do you think I? Uh, you think I knocked it out of the park, so to speak? I think this was a, a, a back entryway for you to bring up that. Oh, look at me! I'm Greg Weiner. I sang the national anthem at a at a game. I'm I'm the best. I'm a all out entertainer. Look at me! Oh, I'm in a movie now. I'm a movie star. You assume that I'm some kind of bloated egoist, and 
I have consistently turned out content in the completely opposite direction. Dr. Bill Phil has eviscerated me and my sex life. I have spoken on things that I have not told more than a handful of people in my life on this podcast. So do you really think I'm going to bring up the national anthem that I sang at a Marlins game when there was 3,000 people in a 70,000-seat stadium and brag about it? I was horrible. Wait, hold on. There's a photo of Charlotte Church that makes it look like she's topless. Hold on. This is the last episode. This is the final episode. I can't take it anymore. She's cute. What do you want from me? She's grown into a very beautiful woman. I don't care. I don't even know who she is. Charlotte I'm in Church, the middle man. of a bit. I'm in the middle of a bit. About what? You singing at the National Anthem Park? You don't even care. Okay, I'm closing the browser. You don't even care. I'm closing the browser. Maybe later, Charlotte and I will reconnect. Um, <laughs> you don't care. I care. So you sang, okay, so you sang in the National Anthem at a park. How'd it go, Greg? What was it 3,000 people? That's impressive. That's not impressive. I didn't know you sang. I don't. What the fuck were you doing singing? I don't. I had a fucking, for some weird reason, I always had this thing. This is years and years ago. I had this thing where I wanted to sing the National Anthem at a sporting event. Okay, that's cool. When I sing lightly karaoke, I can knock out a few tunes that I know very well. So I had the opportunity, and uh, because of my small amount of... <laughs> Fame here in South Florida, I was able to secure a position to sing the national anthem. And it was videotaped. And back then, Uh-oh. a buddy of mine put it on MySpace. Okay? And it circulated for a little while, and it's no longer anywhere online. Oh, come Until on. tonight. That's what I was getting to. I'm going to play it on the podcast right now. And unless you want to talk about Charlotte Church uh, uh, growing into a, a blossoming flower... Some more. I mean, are you really giving me a choice? Because I'm going to listen to it right after this. We at Greg Weiner Productions and Hollow Spirit Studios would like to thank Zcast.co for their constant support of the Weiner Shake Show since episode one. Thank you, Zcast. To find out more, go to Zcast.co. That's Zcast.co. And now we return to the Weiner Shake Show. I love my mommy. Bonsoir. The Wiener Shake Show on the Greg Wiener Podcasting Network. You motherfuckers. Sup, man? Have you, you still haven't conquered how to do sup, man? By the way, you only get one of those an episode, so you got to pick and choose where you do it. Well, that's your problem, isn't it? <laughs> 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 Listen, let's get on with the show. All right, so I happened to secure audio of it. I have the video footage too, but it's on a CD. And damned if you can find a computer with a CD player on it these right. days. My my Mac right. doesn't have it, but my old Mac does. My old Mac does. It's like Betamax. But I, yeah, it's just like Betamax. But I can't get the actual video footage onto the hard drive for some reason. I either lack the knowledge of how to rip it or whatever the fuck. But... I had the audio, so while I was waiting for you, actually, no, I had this ready to go, this clip. Wait a minute. Ready to go right before, right at nine o'clock, I was ready to go. Loaded and ready to go. And I still waited 53 minutes for you. But what? <laughs> uh, what? You can, what? You can search the contents of the disc and just uh, copy and paste the video file onto your computer. Yeah, it's a weird video file. 
It was made by the Marlins, and for some reason, maybe they encoded it so I couldn't. I don't know. The, the, the copy that was on MySpace was like a guy, a buddy of mine. Actually, he's a wiener shaker. Eddie Kennison. Oh, I know, Eddie. Oh, no. Oh, fuck's sake. Eddie Kennison loved me, man. No one loves you. Dick. <laughs> Hi, Imran. Hey, what's up, Dick Jones? How you, you doing? Thought Dick you, jo- was gonna get an, you thought you was going to get an episode without me, didn't you? Dick Jones, everybody. Dick Jones. Hi, everybody. So let's hear the intro, mm-hmm. please. Greg don't have it queued up, but he's going to do it in post. <laughs> Otherwise, I ain't going to leave him alone. Oh. Okay, Dick. We're, we're on to me now, buddy. Okay, man, you gonna play that Star Spangled Banner that you butchered? I'd love to hear you sing it. No, oh, oh, no, actually, I wouldn't. I would. Please go, I would. go sit back in the corner. Maybe. No, no, no. I, I would love, I would love to hear oh. Dick Jones's version after we hear Greg's version. I can't sing it like that little Chinese girl, man. She knocked it out the park. That girl was Chinese. Yeah. Oh, that's even more. Impressive. How did you know that, Dick? I'm watching the show, man. I watch you, Greg Wiener. I'm so not in the mood for him tonight. That sounds like uh, a problem, Greg. No, man, I heard that shit. No, Dick, come on, man. We we were going to do a dickless show. <laughs> yeah, it's great, Dick. All right, Dick, I don't have the energy for you today, okay? All right, man. Maybe you should eat more. Right, thanks. Uh, dietary tips from a morbidly obese man. All right. All right, so here's here's the audio of me singing this. So... Also, my hands were on my hips the entire time. Oh, fuck. You don't have video of this, huh? Well, what I can do is, is tape it with my phone and, and yeah. show it. But, yeah. uh, you know, like, I reserve that for people who I trust. I, think I don't should, trust you. I think you should do that as bonus content for this episode. You know, it's a podcast, right? It's not a video cast, not a webcast. On Insta, you goof. Oh, I'm not. I've posted pictures of just still shots, but I'm not posting the video. Are you kidding me? No way. Fuck that. But I'm I'm willing to do this. Oh, God. Oh, Ladies God. and gentlemen, at this time, we ask that you please rise and join the players, coaches, and staff in removing your caps as Greg Wiener honors the United States with the singing of our national anthem. Oh, say can you see? Okay, I can't do it. Ah, come on. Come on. Come I can't on. do it. Yes, you oh, can. Play it. So bad. Play it's it. So By bad. the Wait. dawn's early light, Ooh. what so proudly <laughs> we oh hailed. Flat. Horrible out of the gate. I knew it too, but I think I came back and, and, and uh, stuck the landing when somewhere. When was this? 2006, I believe. I look like a gork too. I look, I got this red shirt on. I've got like my hair is is doing a horrible thing on my head. It doesn't like I didn't have, barely have any hair, and I used to comb it down back then. And I was like thirty pounds overweight. It was disgusting. <laughs> As the twilight's last Oof. gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars <laughs> yeah, through bad. the perilous fight. All the ramparts we watched were oh, so gallantly streaming. Oh, Wait a minute, what are you saying, oh, Greg, for? I, I haven't them. missed a note. You know what? Keep the ramparts at this point. Oi, take them back. The rocket's red okay. glare. Okay. The bombs okay. bursting in air. Oh. 
make it daytime, please. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it seemed like you wanted to get out of there as soon as possible. How did how did you know that? <laughs> you weren't extending any of the notes. The only the only note that you extended was the free, the land of the free. Every yeah. other one, every other one that people like like languid like languish on. You were just like, nope, 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 nope. nope. I'm not gonna linger. No, no, <laughs> let the no. you know. Usually, it's like uh, land of the free. Uh, uh, um, yeah, what the, the little girl did. Yeah. yeah, you did not do any of that. Here. See, you yeah, were like, yeah, and yeah. you were like, and the home of the brave. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, believe me, I pushed, I pushed the limits of, of my fucking capabilities I liked the how you whole did time. Free. I liked how you did free. I wish you'd done that more. What you did with free. There's no other place to do that. Uh, there, every other place to do that. What are you talking about? Hold on. The It's horrible. What a joke. Also, also, I can totally hear that that girl is Chinese now. Yeah, well, now you didn't, you couldn't hear it. You can hear it. Doll spangled. Come on. Come on. I hear it. You're so racist against Chinese. I forgot about that. Chinkos. Chink. Imran. What? Oh, oh, I can't say Chinko, but you can say. Man, that's not right, Imran. Oh, yeah. You're racist, man. You're racist. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you support Greg over here saying N-I-G-G-Y? What's that now? Do you support yeah. Greg when he yeah. says, when he used to refer to me as Lil N-I-G-G-Y? What's that say, man? I, I'm not going to say it because I think I don't, it's I'm not very good at spelling. I left the school when I was in middle school because my daddy wasn't around. Okay, that makes no sense. Because you don't know me, man. Greg. Can you can you please can you can what? I'm not doing it. Why aren't you doing it, Greg? You used to think because I don't want to be misinterpreted as a racist. Well, that's good, Greg. Because you ain't a racist, man. You treat me real nice, like an equal. <laughs> Thank you, Dick. I appreciate that. I don't need your Dick. Yeah. Can you or can you not hear that little girl's Chinese accent? I knew she was Chinese because I seen the video and ran, and you didn't know shit until I. 
until what? Until I uh, you say it, Greg. <laughs> yeah? Thank you, Dick. <laughs> yeah, you said it, man. You're the host of the show, not me, man. You're so good looking today, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, listen. Greg Wiener, have you lost weight? <laughs> okay, oh, thanks. Shut thanks, up, Dick. Dick. Shut up. Listen, <laughs> can you... Can, <laughs> can you... Can you, Dick? Yes or yeah. no? Yeah. Listening to it now, even knowing that she's Chinese... Can you admit that you hear her Chinese accent? I can't say that I do, Imran. What do you mean you can't say that you do because you're I afraid? can't say I know. I just can't. I can't hear it. I thought oh. she pronounced all the words properly. Even Star Spangled? How does she say it? Run the tape back, Greg. Hey, Greg, run the tape back, man. <laughs> Thanks, Dick. All right. Where does she, where does she say Star Spangled? I don't know. The part of the fucking song where she says Star Spangled. Wait, Winnie, you don't want me to sing it for you right now. That right there, and da, and da, and da, free. She's seven. She doesn't. She doesn't know how to use her mouth properly for certain words. Yeah, and she never will because of her heritage. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, you know, you are a classic bully. You'd pick on a little seven-year-old singing the national not. anthem. I, I would not. I, I can. I, I, what did I say? She brought me to effing tears listening to it's her true, on a, but you couldn't, on you a couldn't. titty radio over radio. I can't imagine I would be on my knees sobbing if I saw her performing in person, I imagine. but uh, Sobbing? You Really? You would sob? I get very emotional with the, with the Star Spangled Banner. It's a very beautiful song. I love this. I agree. I love it. I think it's great. It has racist uh, lyrics. That we don't sing anymore, and it has what? What, what lyrics does it have? Uh, there's here. I'll put a, pull it up. Oh yeah, there's... pull it up, Imran, because I want to sing it now too. No, Dick, you're not singing it. But Imran wanted to hear me sing it. No, Dick is singing it. He was joking, Dick. No, he, he wasn't. doesn't want to hear you breathing. No, I want to hear you sing, Dick. See, Dick, come on, Greg. April Aldo, um, the Wiener Shackles want to hear it. Dick, you can barely say two sentences without running out of breath. How the fuck are you going to sing one of the most difficult songs ever written, uh, a cappella? Why don't you just let me do it and you can see? Uh, you know, no, because the family's next door. They're going to hear some black guy over here singing. You're not on the lease. You know, it's going to be a whole thing. So that's racist. Am I? This is from an article by The Root. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I should cite the author here. Jason Johnson wrote this uh, in 2016. Uh, okay, so the missing stanza is thus. And where is the band who so vaultingly swore that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion, a home and a country should leave us no more? Their blood has washed out their foul footsteps pollution. No refuge could save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. And the star-spangled banner in triumph doth wave over the land of the free and the home of the brave. In other words, and now I'm now the author writes. Yeah. Please o- translate that because I didn't hear the racism. But you know, and I to be fair, I didn't hear it either. Uh, mm-hmm. In other in other words, Key was saying Francis Scott Key wrote this. Uh, is it Francis Key? Uh, Key was saying that the blood of all the former slaves and quote-unquote hirelings on the battlefield will wash away the pollution of the British invaders. With Key still bitter that some black soldiers got the best of him a few weeks earlier, uh, so I guess Key had some problems with uh, uh, black soldiers. The Star-Spangled Banner is a much 
is as much a patriotic song as it is a diss track to black people who have the audacity to fight for their freedom. Perhaps that's why it took almost 100 years for the song to become the national anthem. Uh, so I guess uh, the writer of the song, Francis Scott Key, had some beef with black uh, regimental soldiers. Yeah, of, I still don't hear it in the song, but okay. Of particular note was Key's opposition to the idea of the colonial marines. The Marines were a battalion of runaway slaves who joined with the British Royal Army in exchange for their freedom. Oh, I see. Now I oh, okay. The Marines were not only a terrifying example of what slaves would do if given the chance, but also a repudiation of the white superiority that men like Key were so invested in. Uh, so mm. now it makes sense. So basically, he was like, he was saying, these asshole, I mean, you know. I can see the ambiguity there, to be fair. but You know, uh, that's twice in this episode that you've shot your mouth off about things and then read a little further than the tagline of a story you once read to dig into the truth of the matter. And, and, and you've reversed course twice now. I didn't reverse course on this all the way. I said I can see the ambiguity here. I still think Francis Scott Key is a racist sound bitch. And uh, he he was wanting the death of the soldiers who only defected because they wanted to be free. They wanted their freedom. And Francis Scott Key wanted to continue enslaving them. He, Francis Scott Key was saying, come join our enterprise, which you'll still be a slave for. And how dare you not want that? So, right. no. no, Francis no. Scott Key no. was a dick. Beautiful song, though. Boy, boy, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Lynn over at Kinky S Dolls, she's got big, ugly, fake tits, man. I would not have sex with her. Can I? Can you? I don't. Are you? Why? Why are you looking? Lynn? First off, Lynn. Lynn, yeah. L-I-N. Not L-Y-N-N. L-I-N. L-I-N. So, oh, here's Rain. Look at Rain over here. I can't. Oh. I don't know what directory you're looking at. I told you, kinkyestdolls.com, man. They're not spon. I hope. I wish they were spon. I wish. I. You know, if they want to sponsor us, that'd be so great. <laughs> right, how? Oh, I see. Naomi. Listen. Naomi's all right. Yeah, let me I see don't Naomi. see. I don't see Lynn anywhere. Oh, Lynn's I the, see Lynn. The, yeah. The redhead. Yeah. Oh, forty-five hundred Canadian. So that's about fifty bucks U.S. Nice. Way to call that back. All right, listen. I gotta say, Imran, that's yeah. the that's that's thirty four, man. Yeah, I really need to jerk off to Charlotte Church now. I'm not gonna sing. No, you're not gonna sing, dude. No. Oh, well, no. no man. No, I think. I said. think. No, no, no. I think it's only fitting. Was he gonna we, sing us off? That Dick Jones <laughs> sings us out. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners, long time Wiener Shakers. Right, hammer that water. Oh, Thank you. Christ. Okay, dude. Thank you for listening to Greg and I chit-chat these past 34 hours, 35 hours. We've enjoyed it. We've had lots of fun. We will continue to have fun. Here's the 35-plus more hours. And a very special 34th episode celebrating this perfect union, this grand experiment of democracy. One of the greatest countries the the world has ever known, undoubtedly. I thought you were going to say one of the greatest people. Is he introducing me? I was gonna say that's real nice, Imran. So maybe you should just go with that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dick Jones, the Star Spangled Banner. Enjoy. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the world, Ma. Shut up, Greg. I'm focusing.
Let me look at that candle. Let me look at that candle, the Biggie Smalls. Put that candle, the Biggie Smalls, right in front of me for inspiration. Oh, say, can't you see? That's real good, Dick. Thank you. Um, I think that's about enough. No, 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 Dick. Come on. Our listeners have been waiting for this moment. They need to be sung out. We need to celebrate. We, Dick, do you like being an American? Yeah. Are you proud of this country? Yes, I am, Imran. I'm very proud of the United States of America. Then you need to honor this country that has given you so much, literally, with your welfare checks. And... I'm on disability, man. I had a job at the Stop and Pop. You know? (laughs) Of course you did. (laughs) What's that supposed to mean, Imran? Dick, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Live. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. From North Bay Village. Yeah. The one, the only, Dick Jones singing The Star Spangled Banner. Take it away, Dick Jones. Damn, your intro is long as fuck, Imran. Just like my dog. Okay, I'm gonna get this. (laughs) Okay, Dick. All right. (laughs) Oh, say, can you see? By the dawn's early light <laughs> Well, so proudly we hail Oh! As the twilight's yes. last gleaming Who brought stripes and brought stars Through the perilous night Nor the ramparts that we watch <laughs> Will so gallantly streaming we watched them. In the ruckus, they glamour red, Imran. <laughs> and them bombs that's bursting in there. Lord straight, of mercy. Straight bursting, baby. And they gave proof through the night. The night, the now night. That our flag was still there. It was still there, baby. It was still there. Oh, hi, Anton. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it with you, Dick Jones. Let's. <laughs> Let's harmonize. Uh, hello, Greg. Hello, Imran. Uh, let me just let let, let uh, uh, Tom here get the get the lyrics here. Uh, Tom. <laughs> we'll arrest. We'll arrest. Uh, Tom doesn't vote, <laughs> so you know, uh, Tom. Oh, really, on Tom? I, I I don't believe in governments, Craig. Uh, uh, hey, and Tom, I was about to bring it on home. Okay, where were we? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's go. You want to sing with me? Yes. Um. Hey, and Tom, how's your transition going? You really haven't sounded like you've made that turn around the bend towards femininity, any? You know. Well, Greg, if you, uh, you, I, I think, I think my sister taught you better than to ask personal questions like that. Hey, you know what the fuck is going on here, man? Okay, now I'm trying to get the. Send me the lyrics. I, I, I really don't have access to the lyrics. I can't find the fucking lyrics to the song. You don't know the words? No. To a song that you would drop to your knees sobbing to? You don't know the words? Uh, no, I don't. Can I, fi- I thought I was going to bring it home, man. You know what, uh, Dick Jones? I don't want to step on your your bulbous toes. Why don't you go? Ahead? Okay, I'm going to have to start from the beginning. No, 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 no Dick. No. No, but I had bit. the flow going, you know, I was I was speak singing it and I was, you know, I was carving it, I was massaging it. 
and I was, you know, I was prepping it. That's a big negatory there, uh, 10-4, buddy. Oh, maybe I found the, uh, maybe I found the lyrics. Bless you. <laughs> did you just bless on Tom for burping? Yes, I did, right, Wiener. <laughs> I happen to be very polite human being. Okay. All right. All right, all right. All right. Uh, we gotta, we let's gotta wrap up, this up now. Let's pick it up where we left, huh? All right. Um, shit. On second season, the ball with the black burning light, with prime degree held and rockets wriggling. Who brought stripes and bright stars? <laughs> What's the matter, Greg? You hanging your head in shame like you done jumped the shark, so to no, speak. No, keep on, keep on. Yeah, let's go, let's go, TikTok. Let's pick it back up. Let's pick it back up. Come on, it's beautiful, it's beautiful. And the rock is red glare. It's glaring, baby. The bombs bursting in air. Gate proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star spangled banner. All right, Dick. <laughs> Come on. Old land of the free. Free, baby, free. And the home of the brave. All right, that's how <laughs> Greg did it. <laughs> Fuck you, Dick. I'm just kidding. And the home of the brave. Thank you, Wiener Shakers. I'm a Dick Jones. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. 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 This is a production of Greg Wiener Productions and Hollow Spirit Studios. For more information on our producers, go to hollowspiritstudios.com and go to thewienershakeshow.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right now at T-Mobile, get an awesome iPhone XR on us when you bring your family over and trade in your old device. Because whether you have mom, dad, or a friend on your mind, it's a gift so bold and brilliant, you'll want to keep it for yourself. And most importantly, it's on us in six vibrant colors. Plus, with unlimited everything from T-Mobile, the awesome iPhone XR will have everyone snapping, streaming, and sharing to their heart's content all year long. But don't wait. It's only for a limited time. So visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE and get iPhone XR on us. If congested, customers using more than 50 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds due to prioritization. Video at 480p via 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers plus tax. Qualifying trade-in, port-in, service, and finance agreement required. Contact us before canceling or credit stop and remaining balance due. 64 gigs, zero down, plus 3125 per month for 24 months. Pre-credit price, 749.99, 0% APR. One offer per account.